When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the latest buzz on pets from around the corner, down the block, and across the world with award-winning journalist, author, speaker, educator, and host, Arden Moore. Arden has twice been named by Oprah Winfrey as one of her top three pet hosts. And just this past year, the Cat Writers Association awarded Arden the coveted President's Award, given exclusively to the best of the best. Arden is driven to live her motto, bringing out the best in pets and their people. So snuggle up with your favorite fur baby because it's time for another episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. What's up, pet pals? Welcome to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life show. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Raise a paw if you have or are dreaming of selling the house getting an RV and hitting the road to see America, or purr sweetly if you love cats. We cover both topics on today's show. First up, I am excited to catch up with two of my favorite pet pals, Cynthia and David Tebow. For many years, they lived in a beautiful house in Alabama with their pets. Cynthia ran the very successful pet sitting business called All Critters Pet Sitters in Mobile, Alabama. Then, as they will tell us, they got the itch to travel. Big time. Now their home is a tripped out huge RV. Honk, honk. All right. Welcome to the show, Cynthia and David. Good to see you. Thank you so much. Good to see you. (laughs) Thank you for having us. So you have been on the road since 2018, correct? Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, Any idea and if you don't know it that's fine any idea of how many miles you have traveled in a house on wheels yes um <laughs> we have we have towed uh the fifth wheel and we started out with an airstream the first year we have towed them thirty thousand miles wow and cynthia do you have any idea of how many states you've been to we've been to our lower 48 in and that includes Hawaii. Did you swim uh, look, across? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, we, we were there visiting other national parks, but we did go there because my son got married. So. Okay, so you didn't put your RV on floaters and, and no. sail the Pacific. Okay, just checking. The, just checking. the tunnel was closed. <laughs> well, um, I want people to just get a little bit of background. You guys uh, are not newlyweds, are you? No, we're not. We've we've um, been married for forty one years, and we still love each other. And that's <laughs> a thing I, I want. Now, this is not you know I'm not a marriage counselor or anything, but I know people get that dream. I want to travel with my spouse or my best friend and hit the road in an RV, which is about the size of maybe your house's living room before, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Where about overall? living area um 
bedroom, including the bath, we're all about 250 square feet. Wow. And what was your house? How many square feet? 3,000. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So space is an issue. You, you don't have a place to get away from each other. No. no, no, but that's okay. We don't want to get away from each other. That's right. So tell me, uh, and then you had COVID. So yeah. everybody was in lockdown, stay at home, but you guys were merrily chugging from one place to another, right? Yeah, actually, Arden, when, when COVID hit, we were at a state park in Texas, um, Palmetto State Park, oh, and yeah. we can't we post. And so when COVID hit, we had been there since January, and they closed the park, obviously. But because we had been there for so long and that was our shelter in place, they allowed us to stay. It's Camp Post, and we did a lot of projects. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. We, so We were the... But, I'm sorry. We were the only ones on 295 acres. Wow. That doesn't happen very often in the RV land, does it? No. <laughs> no. So who said to who, let's sell a 3,000 square foot house and live in 250 square feet? We had always wanted to travel all our married life. We've been camping all of our lives. But um, then David was retiring, and what better time than now? And, and what, um, what were you retiring from, David? I uh, worked for General Electric for 30 years. And um, when I turned 60, they offered a uh, early out package. And um, it's a heck of a deal. We're, we're, we're so thrilled. So our family and we grew up in Maine and um, Mobile is a very nice place, but it's not really where we wanted to settle down. So okay. the sale of the home was an easy decision and uh, it was like no better time that, to travel than that. Well, and I, I met all of you um, teaching pet first aid and yes. I was so happy that uh, Cynthia uh Taught, uh, invited me to come to Mobile, Alabama with my then dog Chipper and my cat Casey to teach your staff at um, the um, All Critter Pet Sitters. And it was such a wonderful, I thought, I like these people. They're pretty cool. And you guys are going to freak out because I think that was like 2007, 2016 yes. or something. Yeah. Um, you guys greeted me so well. You gave everybody red t-shirts. Do you remember? Yes, yes. And for I'm all sure. you on YouTube, I'm going to show you. I still have the shirt. Oh, oh that's wow. And on the back, all the thing that you did for us that honored my visit. And it was very special we honored to have. <laughs> Are you impressed that I kept the shirt? Yeah, I am, <laughs> but that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> so speaking of pets, you actually have, are not traveling just you and you. Tell us about the four-leggers that are joining you on this journey. Sure. We have um, three rescue chihuahuas. Winston is nine. Um, Willow is four. And Win uh, Minnie Pearl is one. And they're all rescues. And are they're they anywhere around that you, for the YouTubers yeah. they can see? And does Minnie Pearl have a hat with a price tag still on it? You know, and that's why we named her Minnie Pearl. This is Minnie Pearl. Minnie Pearl's a, a tan and white chihuahua. And then who do you have, David, in your arms? 
This is Willow. Okay. He's she Willow's a black and white, beautiful. And she where's Mr. Gold. Winston? And Winston <laughs> is also black and white. I Chihuahua <laughs> times three. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So for this is, you know, obviously a pet show. Um, and we have a professional, a uh, former owner of a professional pet sitting business. And you all have been having these dogs with you. Uh, I'm going to ask you each a, a tip to share, starting with you, uh, Cynthia. What is something that would be uh, good for people that want to travel with their dogs or cats in an RV to make it a fun ride and adventure for all the two and the four leggers? Um, I think most importantly is that you include them in everything that you can do um, as far as going on hikes and walks and making sure they get their exercise because, of course, they don't have the yard to run around in or right. so forth like that. So um, we make sure we include them in all of our hikes that we go on and we give them a comfortable place to sleep in the RV and um, as far as Traveling in the truck, we make sure they're secured in the back seat, but have plenty of room. Okay, and, and we got about a minute left before our break. Okay. Let me ask David, because you're an engineer. How do you engineer them to uh, take naps so they aren't saying that proverbial, are we almost there yet? Are we almost there yet? Are we almost there yet? <laughs> These guys are so easy, Arden. They, they're, uh, before we leave, we make sure they've gone to the bathroom get them in the back of the truck in their beds and hooked up and they lay down. And when that truck's moving, they're sleeping. And I like the fact that you said they're hooked up because you don't want them to be flying around if there's a sudden stop, correct? <clears throat> correct. And we did, have, we did have that happen this year. Someone hit us and the trucks were, the, the puppies were perfectly fine. Perfect. Hey guys, we're talking with uh, Cynthia and David Tebow. They are on the road in an RV and we're going to get into all the specs on the RV and some of the adventures after we take this break. So you know the drill, sit and stay. We'll be right back. And don't forget, we post all of our guest interviews plus lots of other goodies to the Arden Moore YouTube channel. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking with Cynthia and David Tebow, and they are in an RV. And it isn't just any old little RV. It's a big one. But we're going to step back in time to 2018. And David, tell us what you started out with. And there's some people listening that know RVs. There's other right. people that are thinking about it, but they don't. But don't go into too much detail. But okay. how big was it? What was it called? And what yeah. made you two decide to uh, RV up? As I said, we were only going to travel for a year. We both did a lot of research. And I said, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it in an Airstream. And that's a bumper pull, they call it. Okay. You know, brand new 30-foot Airstream was well over $100,000. Mm -hmm. 
Wow. So we got a 30-year-old Airstream. <laughs> okay. And, and doing the research, you can still buy parts for 1950s Airstreams. Are you kidding? No, wow. They're, so they're, how much did this one cost versus 100000 18,000. Nice. And we had to, (laughs) one of our sons and I went through it mechanically, made sure everything was safe. Cynthia and I and and our son redid the inside, completely remodeled it. And then we hit the road and you can't say enough good about Airstream. I mean, it's solid as a rock. And what made you say, honey, (laughs) it's time to go big, (laughs) go big and hit the road. Right. And, um, you know, as I said, Arden, you can't say a bad thing about an Airstream. And once we decided we wanted to continue on and we don't know when we want to stop, we'd like a little more room. Mm-hmm. So that made us decide to go with a 40-foot fifth wheel manufactured by Van Lee. And you can get a good trailer fifth wheel anywhere, but it's what's behind the curtain, their customer service. Is oh, good. Amazing. You call them with an issue and it's in warranty, it's taken care of, but they're always there to help you. I like that. What do you like best about this new RV, Cynthia? Um, the space. Since we're full time, we have to have everything that you would at home. So the, the space is most important. And I'm excited to say in November, we're going to get a wash and dry in our rig. So that's going to be a bonus. Point so you me. have been washing clothes at RV parks since 18? Yes. Wow. Yeah. So where are you going to squeeze in this washer and dryer? Are you giving up the, hey. the toilet or what? <laughs> <laughs> David's side of the bed. No. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have. Is a, there's a space built right in the RV that is specifically for wash and dryer. And it's it's already hooked up for or plumbed for the wash and dryer. So, but um, just having this space. Yeah. Is, so is the most. question, where's your mailing address? How do you get mail? How do you pay bills? As everybody knows, in today's world, electronics is our friend. So yeah. 99% of all our bills are online. We pay, you know, online. Um, but we, our son lives in uh, Montgomery, Alabama. And when we need to go to the doctors and do all of that, we just uh, park at his house and he has full hookups for us. Oh, so we nice. can still stay in our, in our home. You want to say hi to him? Home. You want to say hi to your kids? What are their names? Uh, thank you for everything you do for us. And Alicia and Brian are in New Hampshire. Okay, that sounds good. So what's the deal with COVID now? I know a lot of people are wanting to get away, but they want to get away with their pets. Have you all noticed more and more people coming to RV camps that may not be lifers like you are, um, but they have pets? What's your observations? Absolutely. Um, Since COVID hit, there definitely is an increase in RVers. And we see RVs with pets. We see them with chickens. We see them, of course, with um, dogs. We've seen quite a few increase RVs with animals. And um, I know that you've been to all 48 states in your RV. What are a few places that you've really enjoyed? David, What's give me a couple of your favorites. I would say that everyone asks us about our favorite. And I, I can't say favorite, but there are places that just grab your heart. And to me personally, Grand Teton National Park. I, it just grabbed me. And then, and I would say 
Glacier National Park. Um, okay. Oh, so many. What about you, Cynthia? Um, the first time I saw Crater Lake was amazing. It brought tears to my eyes. Just the beauty of, of these natural wonders that we, the country that we live in is just phenomenal. And Glacier, that's, that's my second. All right. Now, rules of the road. I did fun go honk, honk. But you guys don't look like a type that would take a risk and go willy-nilly and go speeding down the highway. You got to go slow and steady, don't you? You really do, Arden. And, and personally, we don't, I don't care what the speed limit is, but we don't go over 65. Okay, and good. If we, if we have to get around someone, we, our truck has the power to do that and, that, and very easily. And that's fine. But... Um, and the other one of the other points, and I don't mean to stop me when you, but <laughs> we don't travel over. We like to do three hours, but we don't travel over four hours because, you know, I'm not 20 anymore. Yeah. And when, when you're towing 14,000 pounds, you've got to have. You're not you've talking about the it. weight of the chihuahuas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Just when it's, laughs> <laughs> 14,015 pounds. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, mean, that makes to, sense. Yeah. You have to know what's going on in front and a three, four hour drive is plenty. So you can get from one park to another pretty easily, huh? There's parks within those yes. hour ranges. Yes. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yep. That's pretty cool. We so, have driven five before, but. Okay. We've got about a minute left. What's a tip, quick tip each one wants to give to our, our viewers and listeners who travel with RVs and their pets? Cynthia? Just enjoy every minute and don't rush. Awesome. How about you, David? I would say for the safety of your pets and other people's, always have your pets on a leash or a lead because although your pet may not, it may be friendly, you don't know the other pets and particularly with Willow, mm -hmm. you know, as I said, she was, uh, she's scared of her own shadow. And, <laughs> and uh, so you're being, I like that. Know your pet, protect your pet. And yes. where are you all heading to next? We're going into Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. And what's, what part and what, what's your goal? Where. We have family in, outside of Chattanooga, Tennessee, and um, Tennessee has always um, spoken to us. So we're probably, when we do decide to grow up and settle down, we will <laughs> settle down in Tennessee. All right. The, well, big, trip, the big trip is going to be um, next year's. We plan on heading into Western Canada and drive across Canada to New England and drop down. I love it. I love it. I have had a great time. Our guests today are Cynthia and David Thibault, and they are the RVers with three cute mini chihuahuas. They, they got all rescues. You want to do a shout out to the rescue group? Little Star Chihuahua Rescue Montgomery, Alabama is a foster-based rescue, and they're phenomenal. All right. That sounds great. Hey, uh, pet pals, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to go around the world at cat shows with all breed CFA judge Teresa Tiger. So sit and purr this time. We'll be right back.
This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Pause up, pet pals. Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. Our next guest travels not by RV, but by airplane. As you will soon find out, she has been to countless countries all over the globe and all in the pursuit of cats. Please welcome to our show the very knowledgeable all-breed cat judge for the Cat Fancier Association, my friend, the amazing Teresa Heiger. Welcome to the show, Teresa. And Hi, Arden. Good to see you again after a few months. Yeah. This is Minerva. And for those who are lucky enough to be on my YouTube channel, Arden Moore, you will see a beautiful Russian blue named Minerva. And Minerva is kind of the grand mum at your house, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's the, for those who remember Meowie Hour would see guest appearances uh, uh, from Phoebe. This is Phoebe's mom. Um, she's a Russian blue. I think Phoebe, uh, Minerva is now like 13 years old. Oh, that's wonderful. This is, this is my husband's girlfriend. Oh, okay. Well, that's okay. You get it's okay. Every night she's curled up in his lap. Okay. Well, in addition to being an all breed cat judge for the CFA, Teresa is also a very gifted graphic designer and she is editor of the award-winning magazine called Cat Talk. And tell us about what is Cat Talk? Cat Talk is, this is one of the last printed magazines we did. We're now all digital, oh, which is really save a tree, cool. save a tree, save a tree. But the other cool thing is that now all the links are hot oh. and while you're when you're reading it. And then uh, the plan is to eventually we're going to have more media more in-depth, uh, you know, related material while you're reading it. You can just click on it and go on. I like that. And tell us who your audience is and some some topics. Well, it's a public publication of CFA. Uh, so our primary audience are our breeders, exhibitors, and fanciers. But for those folks who are interested in breeds, interested in health and welfare cats, and yeah, general knowledge, it's a great, great resource. Comes out every other month. We are currently working on our very special January issue. And this is the January issue, I mean, January, December issue from last year. And I don't know if you can see all of the blue cats. Those are our three oh, yeah. blue breeds. Wow. The blue, the Karat, and the Chartreux. So I wanted to and, do a And blue she just says style. that easily. How many breeds are recognized by the Cat Fancier Association for us? 45. 45. Yeah, and we've as a, a all-breed cat judge, that means you need to know about everything about 45 cat breeds, correct? Yeah. How's yep. your brain? <laughs> yeah, well, so every now and then we rub, rub the brain cells together and it works. <laughs> So what's kind of cool is I think since we've known each other, we've actually CFA's actually added 
has three breeds that are in the process of becoming fully recognized. Please share. Yeah, yeah. So we have now have um, the Lycoy, which has advanced to miscellaneous. So it's approaching full status. And we've added, just added the Toy Bob, little small kitty. You would love, you yeah. would love the Toy Bob. And the Kalmani from Thailand are both in the um, in the uh, provisional classes. So they are just coming on board. So now, that's how breeds get accepted. How long have you been with CFA? And I know, isn't CFA the oldest cat registry it's on the planet? It's not the oldest. Okay. Uh, actually, ACFA, I think, started a little before we did. Okay. But we're the largest uh, registry okay. worldwide. Right. And how long have you been part of that? I've been, an opera, I've been a judge for 15 years. I have been a breeder and exhibitor for almost 30 Wow. So pre-COVID, you had your travel game plan. It was pretty ready, locked and loaded when you say you got you yeah. know what to bring and all. Then we had yes. COVID. And then we had the so COVID vacation. How did you pivot during COVID? Because there were virtual cat shows, correct? There were. And, you know, with virtual cat shows, you can't judge by feeling the cat or anything. You're looking at pictures. So the... The criteria were, were different, but we also had fun shows, like fun photographs. How, you know, is this yeah. cat you know, the, the, the fluffiest or whatever? And that reached a whole different segment of the cat-loving population. I like that. Now, any idea, have you kept tabs on tabbies? Any idea how <laughs> many countries you've actually judged cat shows? I've never really counted it up, but I'm going to say it's at least 20. Wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you recently came back from a, a show in Finland. Helsinki. <laughs> and it, it sounded like on your Facebook page, that was that's a country and a show you really love to, to be uh, at to uh, judge the cool cats. Very cool cats. And actually, yes, this time I got to see Finland and their leaves on the trees. When I've been before, it was like February. Oh. <laughs> but no, it was it was a very quick trip uh, of necessity. But it, yeah, just beautiful, beautiful cats and fabulous people. So tell us what your role was there. I know you're judging cats. Was there a certain cat? What were you doing? Because I saw a shout out to some cat named Leo. <laughs> no, I, it's a regular cat show. So I judged. There were four. This was kind of cool. It was a very small show because that's what they could do. So right. two of us judged in the morning and then two judged in the afternoon. Just like 100 cats. It was just a, a different. That's how they're coming out of COVID. They okay. not quite fully. They were fully open, but the population isn't there yet. So a kitty cat can win things like best of their breed and maybe overall, but then there's other awards too in between those, right? Yes. So what happens with the cat show is every judge will judge every single cat that's wow. entered in competition at some time during the day. I tell people to look at judging rooms like little mini shows. Okay. We, judge, yeah, we judge independently of each other. So the cats that I choose may be completely different than some of my colleagues judge. First, well, Judging is broken into four different categories, kittens, ages four through eight years old, <laughs> eight years, four to eight <laughs> months old. Okay. 
And when they reach eight months old, they go into one of the two adult classes, Championship for Intact Cats. That means they got their jewels and you know what else. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they will go on to, to breeding programs and all right. like that. Or Premiership, which is our neutered and spade division. Okay. Uh, uh, all three of those uh, categories are judged to the exact same standard. We don't expect kittens to be fully developed, but that's training cap for show right. kitties where they yeah. learn to, to, to get exposed to different environments and people. Premiership is, can, can often be intact cats that are coming back out, or a lot of times it's just, I didn't need a cat of this lineage. But it's a great example. And like in my in my case, that's how we started showing. We awesome. bought a pet Russian blue, and the breeder said he's good enough to show in premiership if you want to. All right. Well, we got about a minute before the break. And the other thing that I do give pause and applause to you and the team at CFA is you also have a household cat category and support well, category. All cats. All yes. cats are welcome. With their jewels, without, with their pedigree. No, 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 no jewels. Oh. If the, if no, no, I meant for the pedigree. Uh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, I like to put it as uh, there's a place at the table for all cats in CFA. I love that. I love that. And we're going to dive into um, our world traveler. And maybe she has some airline tips for us because we're all getting out of COVID. Whether you're traveling with a cat or not, we have the expert in the house. And she is Teresa Tiger, all breed cat judge with the Cat Fancier Association. So you know what to do when we come back from our break. Just sit, her. We'll be right back. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. <laughs> Bringing out the best in pets and their people, this is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. This is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. And now, you never have to miss not even one second of any episode. Why? We're on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. <laughs> Bringing out the best in pets and their people, this is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, welcome back. Oh, come on. We weren't gone that long, were we? This is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. We're talking with Teresa Kiger, all-breed cat judge with the CFA. I'm imagining that you have a suitcase close to you at all times. Pretty much, yeah. I just don't put it up anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so as a cat judge, this is curious, how often will you go to shows in a month or a year? I mean, I know as we climb out of COVID. Yeah. But now things are picking up and it also varies by the t time of the show season to come January through April, which is the end of the show season. 
you get really busy in the summer, not so much. So traveling with a cat, I know you don't do that as often, but what's some good tips nowadays as we climb out of COVID and we're traveling with our pets, whether it's to a cat show or to a, a vacation place or some other thing, what's your tips? Expect and plan for the unexpected. Okay. Cats have needs just like the rest of us. Make sure you're traveling with food and water and things to clean up after them, like plastic bags and lots of paper towels. Do you think about what do you think about putting those little potty pads under in in the carrier too? Do you think in case they have a piece? Oh, I do that all the time. I put put those in there. That's that's a that's a must do because stuff happens. And, you know, just make sure that you've got enough that if you get, especially if you're flying, if you get stranded in the airport, you're going to be, you're going to be fine, but you can, you need to have bowls and food. You can find water for your pet and hopefully some way to be able to give them food and water. Um, I like those pop out um, uh, little bowls. Those oh, yeah, bowls. those are they, great. Yeah. And a lot of times I've resorted to, I've discovered this when I was showing Persians, you get a large syringe, you know, without the needle. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, without the plastic, needle. They're called plastic syringes. Yeah. There plastic syringe. And draw up some water and give it to them that way. And that way you don't have water everywhere and they don't get water all over them. Now, I have to confess, years ago, I had a cat named uh, Ziki. And I was told at uh, where you're going through uh, the little screening that I had to take Ziki out of his carrier. And Ziki got out of my arms. I never will do that again. And ran into the little store where you get your water and magazines. I'm in hot pursuit, followed by a bunch of TSA people thinking I'm doing some rule breaking. And we all cornered Ziki and got her back in my carrier. I will never do that again. So how well, do we what you will that? do, what you will do, uh, what you will do is have Ziki in one of these. A harness, okay. With, with a harness with the leash so that when you have to take him out, you can grab the leash and yeah, he may get down to the ground, but he's not going any place. So right. That's I, really, if you've got a cat, that could be a flight risk. Yes. Yes. You know. I thought he wanted to be the pilot. I, I wasn't sure. I thought he went to pick up a magazine and some coffee, but you know, <laughs> but it was a big scare. And I think they realized I wasn't trying to take over an airplane. And uh, so I never did that again. Now with Casey, I have a collapsible pet stroller. I feel like one of those regular oh, yeah. moms. Mm-hmm. And he's in a harness, tethered. And then I have his little carrier that I put in that fits under the, the seat that he can fit in. But when we get ready to board, I pop him in the carrier, mm-hmm. fold my pet stroller with all the moms, the two-legged baby mm-hmm. moms. And it's so neat to wheel him around the airport. He looks like, you know, the guy from, uh, you know, um, the Titanic. I'm the king of the world. Um, (laughs) He does. My red and white tabby. And uh, so he loves traveling. If you have a travel delay or something like that, that stroller is going to be really good because it'll give him a little bit more room. And back in the day when I was exhibiting, I would travel with a pop-up tent. Oh, as far as part of it. And that came in very handy. I like that. At one point in time, yeah. So we're at the cat show and there's all these cool cats. What's some tips you can give people that are coming to a cat show for the first time uh, on what to be looking for? I know we, and I love the household cats. I love the Russian blues. 
I love the uh, Bengals. I mean, I love the Maine Coons, too. I, I love them all. You know, cat shows, we have a schedule, but it's not really by time. It's just in order. So if there's a particular breed that you want to see, just listen for the overhead announcements because all cats are called to the various rings. So if you hear someone say Bombays are being judged in ring <laughs> two, and that's the breed you want to see, then then, then go on over there. Uh, a lot of times they'll have show guides at the at check-in oh, or when you come in, yes, the CFA has a whole series of uh, your guide to the cat show. Sometimes there'll be posters. Definitely pick up one of those. And if nothing else, they're available on CFA's website, cfa.org. Thank you. And I was going to ask you that. What about you're there judging a cat? Are cats mm-hmm. trying to give you bribe money or bribe kibble or something, catnip? I mean, no, but you know, sucking up and for the they probably got no. some real personable cats that are really enjoying uh, showing off their. Oh, looks. they do, yeah. And you know, on the other end, some are like, I've never done this before, and they're scared. My, I feel like my job is to say it's okay. I'm not going to kill and eat you, and it'll be fun, especially with the kittens, because you oh, want yeah. the really good experiences well cats do smell our emotional state so as as an all breed judge you're trying to set them up for success right absolutely and if i'm confident and i'm relaxed they're going to be confident and relaxed well what's what's a really good travel take on that help you deal with the long flight my kindle Okay. For my iPad. I download magazines. I download Cat Talk. No, I've already read Cat Talk. <laughs> I download magazines and books. So that's, and I have a keyboard. So that keeps me safe. But I'll be honest with you, those long flights, those 13 hour flights, I relax, I eat, I watch movies. It's my me time. And that's the way I frame it up I for that. myself. I think Knowing, that's important, right? Yeah, yeah. Because it's the one time people can't reach me. We do have things we have to check in, but what would you put in your check carry on that you would be like, thank goodness I brought this and didn't check it in? Besides the yeah, the usual, the meds, the stuff you need. You have a extra <clears throat> uh, outfit or something Ex- like that. Definitely an extra top or two. You know, I'm pretty flexible. My needs are simple. All right, and you probably pack pretty quickly now, right? Well, the, the secret is you don't unpack everything because you've oh. got travel stuff that just stays in the bag. You know, well, your makeup stays in the bag or you know, all that. When you're home, you live with your Russian blues, uh, Phoebe and Minerva, but uh, share with the folks that also, especially on YouTube, what's in your home right now? What kind of uh, critters do you have right now? I have between three litters, nine baby kittens eight of them are two weeks to two and a half weeks old and then i had a singleton boy who was you know so he's going to have playmates thank goodness so when when they get grown up a little bit do you have one you can show quickly no they're down the hall oh they're down the hall okay yeah all right parting message and how do people find out more about you Teresa kiger about me? Yeah. Um, well, again, CFA.org. My, I am a graphic designer by trade. I am also CFA's graphic designer. And a lot of my work is on my professional website, uh, pltmoon.com. pltmoon.com. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I think you're marvelous. You know, you weren't going to get on <laughs> off the show without one of my silly puns, right? I love your silly puns. <laughs> That's why I love you. Everyone, I want you to check out Teresa Kiger. I want you to check out the CFA uh, website. Um, it's cfa.org. They're championing all cats, pedigree and what I affectionately call the mutt cats or who's your mama, who's your daddy cat. <laughs> and um, I have enjoyed our friendship and I, I wish you bon voyage, not bone, but bon voyage. <laughs> and I really appreciate you being on the show, Teresa. Thank you so much for asking me. It's always a good chance to, a good, it's always fun to hang out with you. <laughs> However. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, um, hey, that's it for our show today. I want to give pause up to our special guest. We had Cynthia and David Thibault, plus just now, Teresa Kiger. I also want to give a special shout out to our wonderful sponsor, Tevra, the makers of great pet products. You can score a 20% discount. I got all the details on my website, fourleggedlife.com. And I thank all of you, Pet Pals, for tuning in and the stations airing our show from coast to coast. So until next time, this is Arden Moore saying to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there, pause up. Thanks for listening to this episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. For more information about the host, to listen to past programs, and watch full-length video versions of our guest interviews, our website is fourleggedlife.com. That's fourleggedlife.com. And have a pawsome week. 